Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun, play fake, stepping up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, down, five, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. I'm not so sure my mic's on, but you could probably expect maybe some issues to start this morning. I, I feel like maybe it's on. It's just a little lighter in my ear. We've got Trevor Kelsey as our producer today, everybody. Hey. Welcome in. It is Wednesday, like November 22nd. Probably light in your ear because apparently Justin just blows out the levels in this place. He blows up the toilets and blows yeah. out the levels. So that's our buddy Scoot. Like right now, he's like, because when I was talking to him last night, he's like, don't forget before you load the podcast, you got to bring all the levels down like four or five points. He's like, why do you have the levels that high when you're recording? Like, I don't know. Bad, bad Scoots. Did he give you a good answer for it? No. Hmm. Same answer he gave me when I was like, hey, I was like, what about the music? Are you going to send the music? He's like, there's only four songs. Oh, he's just telling you to you can figure it out yourself. Oh, I did. Uh-huh. Interested to see what that is. Oh, it's easy. Today is this, I'm, you're getting the same treatment Rutherford gets on Wednesday. I just go to my iP- my Apple Tunes music and I hit shuffle and whatever four songs come up, you get your Apple Tunes. Yeah, it's Apple, it's Apple Tunes uh, shuffle Wednesday. Does, doesn't Apple Tunes sound like a, a promo that you would see on the Disney Channel in like the <laughs> mid nineties? Possibly. Come listen to the Apple Tunes, where this week they're singing the, and it's like little kids. Uh, it's a precursor to kids, Bob. Four ninety nine a minute. Make sure to ask mom after you order. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. That's Trevor Kelsey and Nick Roush. I'm TJ Walker, and it's not Thursday, but Thursday's Turkey Day, and we're not going to be doing radio on Turkey Day. So we're doing Trivia Wednesday with Corey Price. We've got Corey Price in studio as hey, well. Hey. Good morning, Corey. The special Hump Day trivia, which you know is, is awesome. Always a special occasion on Hump Day. Uh, Corey, this is this is KRC with Trevor Kelsey. I think this is your first taste of it. <laughs> it, it and is, yes. uh, hold on tight, buddy. It'll be a di- <laughs> it'll be a different. <laughs> it'll be experience. over soon. Don't worry. Just just, just let it, just let it. Then then what you are used to. Justin Kalen sleeping in this morning as Indiana defeated UofL, but they pushed on the spread, so this will be the only show Trevor has to do until the Rutherford show later today. But you don't have to do Denison. You don't have to do Spears, although I did, I was very excited about you potentially doing Spears. I think that would have been a fun show. But it'll just be KRC in the morning, and we do have an update on what KRC is looking like this week. We're doing the show today. 
We will. I'm gonna. We got Corey Price here for the first segment. Plus, uh, I'm gonna have to dip out of here a little bit early today. But Roush and Trevor Kelsey will make sure you're in good hands to finish the show. Dare you leave early on the day I come in? Yeah, I hate it. I didn't want to, and I'm not gonna be able to record with you because after the show today, Trevor and Roush are gonna do a Friday recording UK U of L. Red verse blue special. Yeah. That's gonna air the first hour Friday morning of Kentucky Roll Call. So show today, no show tomorrow. First hour Friday morning. Going to be a Trevor and Roush recording, just previewing UK U of L. And then it'll be live second hour, just one hour though, and it's gonna be Scoots and myself doing from doing the show eight from nine, probably just reading your text from Wednesday, Thursday, and then just whatever Lazy. you got to get out of your system before the Governor's Cup game. So we will be live on Friday, but we'll also have a little dose of silliness and recording with Trevor and Roush, which you all are going to talk for two hours today. Then you're going to take like a five minute break and then you're going to get right back into it. I'm curious what that hour is going to be like on Friday. I can't wait to listen to it huh. and see what you boys come up if, with. If you think Trevor and I have trouble filling an hour. I, I'm going to say, are you all even going to get to the game in that hour? <laughs> what, what happens <laughs> when what two homers butt heads for an hour about their game? Yeah, if you can even make it to the game. If you even get to that far, you'll start talking about TV shows. or We'll make six bets at some point during drugs the Drugs or something along those oh, lines. Oh, yeah, he's going to want to make some sort of bet that's going to be... Hey, don't, didn't we make a bet on this game in some way or not? I don't know. I think. Well, I think it was no. The, the bet was was who would have more wins in the season, and you 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 conceded that we would be tied going into the game, so we would might as well bet oh, it on this yeah. game. I don't think you. Uh, I, don't, I think I don't think you met that goal of the, the, the total wins the season. That's, yep. that's true. Yeah, that is true. Although I will say, I mean, it was a coward's bet from the get go. Like, just bet the game. And you were scared to do that, Trevor, because you didn't think that U of I was going to win the game. So you had to try to do some little spin around, wrap around, like, uh, who cares about the game? Let's do wins. Because you knew that your Duh, schedule. Have you seen was, what happened to us last three years? Was, was a joke. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, come on. Although I mean, that being said, like, you know, you, you, you're, you won anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But you probably would have felt solid about the game bet. All the same, so I'll still, I'll still do. Me, me and Rash can have. We can still do a gentleman's bet on the game. I have you guys no problem. Are have three hours to talk today, so I'm sure you, <laughs> you boys will come up with something, and uh, look forward to hearing what that is. Corey, how was your Tuesday night? Are you feasting during feast week? Uh, it was good. Uh, went to uh, Dairy City Pizza for some. Uh, it was like a Family Feud type uh, game. That was oh, fun. nice! Yeah. Did you win? Uh, came. Came in third, so you know. Ooh, not bad. Yeah, but you're on the podium. What does it say about our trivia connoisseur if he can't win trivia? Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, it's feud. It's not. It's not quite the same as trivia. It's a little different, but yeah, it was. It was fun. Well, that's good. That sounds like a fun little Tuesday evening. Uh, did anybody watch any of the college basketball on yesterday? A good, good slate. Had Tennessee taken on Purdue, and then you had, of course, Kansas taking on Marquette, and then Marquette making a little piece of history a little maybe a future trivia answer Corey price they're taking on the number one and number two ap in back-to-back days for the first time in a long time Ooh. Did you see that little nugget yeah uh i gladly lost sleep to watch marquette uh pounce kansas that was that was fun to watch i yeah. did too i stood up for that whole game they uh i did not but woke up early and saw all i needed to see uh 
handled them. Marquette just really, uh, Kansas would make kind of like a little push to maybe get it to eight or nine. But for the most part, that was a buffer zone game within really anywhere from 11 to 15 points for Marquette for the duration of the second half. We have a Bill Self, Shaka Smart feud, which I think is the feud that we were all oh, looking for. Nice. Did you all see this, hear about this? I did not see the Bill Self, Shaka Smart. Yes, Shaka Smart told... Shaka mad? One of the Kansas players just kind of cursed at him, was talking back and forth with him, and uh, so that caused like the benches to kind of chirp at one another, and the game took a little pause, a little delay. And then after the game, Bill Self was asked about it, but said, I wouldn't believe any of the bleep that Shaka says about the situation. <laughs> Which is nice. Like I, lo- I like it when coaches kind of take shots. I like, I like it when, I like when Bill Self that lacks self-awareness and telling someone to, to trust something someone else doesn't say, does or does not say. Oh, he, yeah. he, he also, uh, when I'm watching the video now of them, of the refs having to come to Jesus moment at half court. Shaka says something as they're walking away, and then Bill Self just unbelievable turns his head and walks away <laughs> and when they're having that come to jesus moment the advertising on the ribbon board there is about jesus weirdly enough huh. or at least there were screenshots of that maybe not at that exact moment the one you're looking at but yeah they're doing those jesus commercials uh or advertising that says jesus called a timeout too or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. but jesus was out of timeouts actually got teed up and uh, mm. that <laughs> you've been how long you been holding on to that one or did you see it on twitter uh, what do you mean it wasn't even that clever of a joke <laughs> no it was decent and, and come I, on i like made it. it up off the top you got th- you got three laughs out of three tj that's yeah. pretty yeah. good yeah you're, you're selling yourself short uh all right we like easy easy crowd i suppose uh, all right well uh, I, I watched the basketball it was fun i didn't do anything else that's my tuesday night uh yeah i i did not stay up for marquette kansas but um there was a rock fight in the early game, and I'm just disappointed that I didn't have the self-awareness to just invest in that because mm-hmm. it was, I'm certain, the under hit. That was an ugly basketball game um, because Tennessee was playing in it, and they naturally make it uglier. I didn't understand the whole, like, let's not foul down six with 40 seconds to go. Didn't didn't make a whole lot of sense. And then they wasted, they, they let him run it down to, like, seven seconds on the shot clock, and then they fouled. Didn't really... To really understand. That. I was my only takeaway from that game was I was glad everybody was complaining about the officials. Yeah, because uh, nice. they stink, folks. Except for one person. One person wasn't complaining about the officials. It was John Fanta, who wants everybody to know that's actually a hard job to be an official. So, like, you know, well, but he, get, I mean, get, you even, get the hell off their backs. When when you've got Matt Norlander, who's about as straight and arrow, you know, I'm going to be a serious journalist and not let my opinions bleed into here whatsoever. When even he is complaining about the officiating, Seth Davis, the CBS kind of, uh, I'm so good at everything I do. Like they have kind of like an aura of light shining behind them whenever they speak. Um, for even them to come after the officials, love to see it. Love to see it. It was nice to see uh, John Fanta's this is a hard job take is horrible. It's a terrible loser mindset to have. Uh, yes, Zach Eady can be a difficult person to officiate because he may get fouled every time. Well, okay, but uh, nobody's going to feel sorry for you if you get other things wrong that don't have to do with Zach Eady. And if you get something totally wrong with Zach Eady, we're not going to make excuses for you. That one little stretch with Zach Eady was hilarious. Like, though. the nation is – I don't want to say the nation is watching college basketball because it's probably not. But Feast Week and the Maui and, and big matchups between top ten teams, mm-hmm. that's a time you're going to get just the average eyeball on where they're going to say, all right, I may not watch NBA tonight. Maybe I'll check out what's going on in a top five college basketball matchup. And if they see that, they're not watching it. And, and I, know, I know it's not the official's job to be gatekeepers for the viewing pleasure of college basketball, but it's also your job to do your job. 
and they stink at it uh, far too often in college basketball. I do think the Kansas Marquette game, what I watched of it, was better, um, like more enjoyable and pace of play, and not having to stop and do all that stuff. But, well, that had uh, a little bit to do with the fact Kansas could not get, like get in front of Marquette at all at any point. Yeah, like Marquette that, was just getting through the lane and layups and. Just doing really what their guards were just pretty much doing whatever they pleased the entire game. Really think if UK had a seven footer, they they beat Kansas. Uh, they should have beaten Kansas anyways. I yeah. think Kentucky's a better team than Kansas. Marquette's a better team than Kansas. Marquette very guard oriented too, similar to Kentucky in that fold. But they have a big guy rush. Yeah. D- does that? Does them getting just beat down? Poor old salt in the wound. That the cats couldn't get it done. It kind of does for me, Corey. Yeah. It, yeah. Like I said, I lost sleep to, to watch it so I, I i enjoy it and uh uh hunter didn't really have a great game i i, I don't know his exact line but it wasn't it wasn't near what we did uh, against us he probably had i don't know 13 Dewan harris was airballing threes right, yeah. water found its level in that one yeah. uh him not just making every single shot that he I, took i think it's all on shamanon for wearing them down the night before that's exactly what it is <laughs> and, and, and then marquette was like see you didn't have that benefit you, kentucky had to play him like with with rest yeah, they had to they had to meet they had they had to deal with Shaman on the night before and then going into Marquette. I mean that was it's a tough turnaround for those kids. I think Marquette beats Purdue tonight. I think it's going to be a good game and it should be fun. But I do think Mar- Marquette wins. Is there a more impressive Maui run than beating UCLA, Kansas, and then number number one Kansas and then number two Purdue to claim a Maui championship? If Marquette's able to do that this evening, that'd be as good as a Maui run as I think. I mean, anytime you're going to beat number one and number two, that's probably going to put you at the top. And then when your first game, your your first round matchups against UCLA, ain't too shabby there from the Golden Eagles. Are they still the Golden Eagles, Corey, or are they just the I Eagles? I think they're the Golden Eagles. Are they still, the yeah. screaming Golden Eagles? I don't think they scream. Okay, they just make. I mean, they're, they're just, they're they just they're fly scream, yeah. quietly. I still catch myself calling them the Warriors on occasion. That's because you're old, Trevor. You I are am very old. old. Yeah, I know. People yeah. forget that. I'm watching a 70s show one day, and Donna goes to Marquette. I'm like, that's not the right poster in the background. Yeah, I, <laughs> Come I, on, can we get somebody in, in, in the staff here to get this fixed? I, I say this lovingly, but it does look like your hair's gotten even wider since the last time we've gotten to do radio <laughs> together. Is it a good thing or bad thing? I, I don't know. I, I just think the next time I see you, your cheeks are going to be really rosy, and you're going to have a bag of toys on your back here soon enough. <laughs> what are you insinuating there. Uh, I hope you, I'm telling you right now, you didn't make the you made the naughty list. Uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. I, so I've, I've been talking with Scoots though. So we know Scoots shaved his head to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? Yes. Like I, I have no desire to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. I just also lack a desire to like laziness of wanting to go get my haircut because I hate going to get my haircut. Thoughts? What would Trevor look like with a shaved head? Ooh. I think. Like Scoots, you would probably look better than you think. I mean, don't, I mean, and, and for the most part, I'm not trying like to impress anyone from the opposite sex anyway, or same sex for that matter. Oh, what? You're but not? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so it's not like yeah. I mean, here's because I I have no problem getting my hair. One, I'm I'm that guy that's always hate the awkward situation of like the the conversation with the with the hair person cutting, you know, the the hairstylist or the barber cutting your hair. Like, do you have the conversation with them? And I had the same place I was going to for years, and they finally, like, I guess closed because like, during the COVID stuff. So I've had to go, like, find this new place, and I hate it. Like, I've been there twice, and both times I've gotten, like, the worst haircuts in my life. Last time they made me look like Aunt Hesh. Like, and I just, that was just, I was like, this is not good. Like, this is, I look like a 90s lesbian. <laughs> and I was like, 
So I, I, that's why I haven't gone back Not to Not in the 80s or 2000s. No, 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 no. No, well, this is uh, definitely. What, 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 well, with the hair as long as it now, I'm kind of starting to look like a 70s lesbian a little bit over here. Oh, but goodness I mean. gracious. All right, get on with, get on with the haircut. So I don't, I don't want to go get my haircut there again, and I hate finding a new place. I'm just like, screw it. Should I just shave my head? Shave your head. You're not going to do it. You don't have the stones to do it. So you're, you're just coward. wasting everybody's time with a hypothetical that's never in a million coward. years going to happen. Yeah, that's true, but we also have two hours to kill. So. Well, that's not going to be an issue. we got Corey Price <laughs> trivia here today. That's right. By the way, uh, against Marquette last night, Kansas shoots 16 free throws. They make six threes. Uh, Dewan Harris doesn't make any threes. He was 0 of 3. Against Kentucky, uh, Kansas did not shoot 16 free throws. They shot 36 free throws <laughs> in that play game. Defense. Dewan Harris didn't hit zero threes. He hit five of them. Mm. Uh, but Kansas as a whole also only hit six threes against UK, only hit six threes against Marquette. That's why Kansas isn't going to really do squat in the NCAA tournament is because they don't shoot the ball well enough. And Kentucky does. Marquette does. A lot of teams do. UofL doesn't. But uh, – that's interesting. 36 free throws against UK just about a week ago, and then a little mm. over a week ago. And it's interesting then, uh, how that works out. Is this the only way Lowell's ever going to get like put in the same conversation with Kansas and Marquette and UK right now? Is I just wanna, didn't want to keep you. You want to knock us for shooting three? I didn't want to exclude you from the conversation. You're well, a UL thanks. fan. You're here today working for us, working with us, and we're happy that you are. Corey, I'd be happy to do a little trivia. Enough's enough yeah. with the morning pleasantries. Well, ooh, one final morning pleasantry. Okay. Uh, watched the Bellarmine Knights last night at uh, Freedom Hall. Uh, John Spears was on the call. Uh, it was kind of ugly for a half. The the, the Knights, they got a little, a little bit of work. Yeah, they had do. a bad loss to Morehead State on team. Monday night, too. Yeah. I'm worried yeah. about our Knights. Yeah. yeah. But Ben Johnson, uh, Mr. Basketball. Or no, he was Mr. Basketball runner-up, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Who? Lexington Catholic, Ben Johnson. Maybe. Good shooter. He got yeah. hot. That was fun there for a little bit. Olympic Boys really shot. liked the game. Uh, Duke just wanted to go to all the different rows to spell out his name. He thought that was cool. Um, he liked the big ramps, running up and down the ramps to go to the upper deck. Um, so we did that for a little bit. But, uh, yeah, uh, Bellarmine not is they didn't have their big man, but they're probably not winning the conference. I don't, I don't think we're going to have to complain about them going to the NCAA tournament this year. What was Freedom Hall like for a Bellarmine midway basketball game on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week? Uh, you know, people were there. Could you count everybody? No, I mean. Fingers and toes. A thousand? This is Bellarmine, not Louisville. You have a thousand fingers and toes? <laughs> <laughs> you lucky wife. <laughs> 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 so it was a light crowd, I'm sure. But that's yeah, a perfect yeah. spot for a kid. As, oh, as, yeah. As a dad, there was, that's uh, the most ideal. St. Rayfield brought a basketball team. Was there? They were getting hyped. <laughs> they they had they got winner. Did they play out <laughs> Is that was that midway's backups? Twenty four by four. Rayfield's got next. <laughs> it was one of those where they were like, "So what level is midway? What are we gonna do here?" But it was the Scoots versus Spears showdown. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Scoots was giving them all 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 they uh, wanted there in the first half. I think it was only a six point game at halftime. Bellman ended up winning by twenty two. I saw probably Bellarmine. I did think Midway was only like an <laughs> un- online university. I didn't think it actually had like a campus and people that like represented it in athletic events. Well, believe it, buddy, because they certainly do. Uh, and believe it because it's trivia time with Corey. Yeah. We bring him yeah. in here for trivia. It's going to be like 745 and we haven't done a question. Corey's like, well, i got to run. Uh, all right, Corey, sorry to keep you waiting. That's all right. Let's trivia it up. Uh, let's maybe just do a few and then we'll take our break, come back, and then – 
finish it finish it up. Uh, we don't know what the theme is today. We don't know what Corey's got cooked up for us on Feast Week. Let's uh, let's eat, Corey. Uh, speaking of eating, how is your flop tart there, TJ? <laughs> it's really good. By the way, Trevor, sometimes we like to have music in the background for trivia with Corey. You think you uh, you, you can do something over there? Can you be more specific? I mean, game show music. What kind of music do you want? I mean, dun, 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 dun. just starts playing some kids. Dun, dun, dun. Start playing like Miami Sound Machine yeah. in the background or something. Yeah, that would be great. Get us fired up. Just an opera. Uh, all right, no, yeah, when you, we we don't have to wait for the music, Trevor. If you find anything, that's yeah, cool. please, please don't wait on me. <laughs> all right, let's let's get it going. It's Trivia Wednesday with Corey Price. So we're playing our rival of cards Saturday. So this is all about. Cats and cards. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo. We were alive for all of these games. Trevor, do you want to participate uh, in this trivia? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I was at the first game in 94. All right. Ooh. All right. I almost broke my foot kicking it after uh, the Marty Lowe interception. Oh. That wasn't a trivia question. Uh, it's not, unfortunately. <laughs> what body part did Trevor Kelsey break? I was talking about Marty Lowe, but thank you very much, TJ. <laughs> after Marty Lowe's interception. All right. Uh, what do we got, Corey? All right. How much did it cost to make the Governor's Cup trophy in 1994? I did an essay on the gov. I did like a report on the Governor's Cup uh, trophy when I was in sophomore in high school. So this would have been like 2005, 2006 time period. So at one point I knew this information. And there's two numbers that randomly like jump out off the top of my head, and I don't know why. I want to know because I've got two that jump out too. Right. I feel like I remember there was a the Kroger commercials. Thirty six thousand and eighty one thousand are two numbers. I was that thinking thirty two thousand. All right, so let's um, go with like in between. Let's just split the difference. Thirty five thousand yeah. or thirty four. Uh, thirty four, thirty five thousand, Corey. Not uh, uh, quite. It was twenty three thousand uh, dollars. Okay. Right. I had the three yeah, and the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I was just dyslexic. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Okay. With, All right. Which, with inflation, it would be about forty-seven thousand seven hundred fifty in today's money. It uh, it's in the game notes, and so I see it pretty regularly. And it, they also have the weight of it. I'm wondering if that's going to be a trivia question. Uh, I think I know the weight not, of it. It's uh, pretty. It's pretty the heavy. The weight's like hundred and hundred and ten or hundred and thirty pounds, somewhere in that ballpark. You'll you'll have to wait for that. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Tim Couch tied his own school single game record. With seven touchdown passes against Louisville in 1998, what other school did Tim Couch throw seven touchdown passes against? Not really a question about the rivalry. Well, or about I mean, U of L. Somehow I thought this was going to like lead into like Louisville. mommy's kid throwing a TD in that game. It does mention Louisville? <laughs> Thing is, I, know, I should know this. I would go through the record books. I scan them. Like who's the game that close. they just didn't they beat up LSU really bad? The thing, the, the annoying part for me right now is I, there's part of me that thinks it's a Vandy game, but also I think it might be Indiana, oddly. Um, but uh, yeah, gosh. Indiana's not a bad guess. You go with who you want. I don't, I, you you know the air raid era better than I do. Uh, Indiana. Indiana's right. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he did it. In Bloomington in 1997. Suck it, Scoots. Yeah. Suck it, Hoosiers. Take it out, just suck it, and you suck it. Suck it, U of L. Suck it. Okay. There we go. All right, Trevor. Well, you know what my favorite picture of Tim Couch throwing seven uh, touchdowns against Louisville? It's the picture of him on the sideline because he didn't have to play in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, was a, I was on an airplane in California and didn't want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, all right, well, did I came hey, back. We've gotten, we, we, we've gotten one right and one pretty much kind of right. So yeah, we're close on fire. Yeah, no yeah, cigar. This is good for us. Uh, Kentucky's school record for most yards of total offense in a single game was set against Louisville in 1998. 
How many yards of total offense did Kentucky have in that game? It was like 830 or 756. I think it is. Uh, Definitely somewhere in that number. Yeah, uh, because they had 630 passing yards. Couch had like 521. And then I guess it was Dusty Bonner was his backup that came in and threw for 100 more. Yeah. Uh, let's go with like 731. I'm going to say $1 and go under. It'd be really fun, Corey, if you could make this like the yodeling game. And like what if we're, you know, however far off will you just yodel and we'll say the number. Uh, and then once we get to the number, you got to stop. Probably don't want that. <laughs> All right. What, what's the number? It was 801. Oh. 801 yards. All right. <laughs> a that's damn a lot. One yard. That's a lot of yards. That's about how many yards Lynn Bowden had, right? I mean, he just, <laughs> he, close. I think he just scored another touchdown. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's a lot of yards. 801. Let's get that again on Saturday. What's next? Kentucky school record for most. Mike muted or something. <laughs> These mics don't pick up all that well, anyways. So. <laughs> oh, I got another one. Never <laughs> <laughs> heard a laugh mid sneeze. <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. Is that a snap? Is it a half sneeze, half laugh? <laughs> it's a snap. Stop, stop snapping over there, TJ. Woo! All right, we're good. Uh, Kentucky school record for most rushing yards in a single game was set against Louisville in 2019. I mean, rushing yards did Kentucky have in that game? Yeah, so the Lynn Bowden year. So he had two hundred or something. He had two eighty four by himself. And then uh, didn't Chris Rodriguez get a, over hundred? Yeah. yeah. So I think AJ Rose had a because a, a lot too. Well, the funny thing about this Why is not? they had set the school record the week before against Austin P, I believe it was, and then they just beat the record again. Um, and I want to say that it's. I want to say it's 512. I think they had 500 yards of rushing offense. I like that. I think Lynn Bowden almost had 300 by himself. Yeah, that's a, yeah. It was 284, and they didn't. They didn't, they threw one pass. That was the part where it's like, Eddie, did you have to throw the pass? It would have been so much more fun to do the I, whole. I liked the pass. I liked that. Like it was one pass, right? Yeah, it was I a flea that, flicker. Like, yeah, you lost by a million, like a and, and there was one pass. Was like uh, I liked, the, but that's good too. I guess no passes would have been fun as well. Trevor, what, what's more embarrassing to you, zero passes or one pass? Just I don't like this game. Scientific. <laughs> 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 Corey, what's the answer? Nick was close. Five hundred and seventeen. Ah, oh, nice. so that was close. Really good. That was really go. good. Five hundred seventeen. Yeah. I, I can light the cigar there. They say no cigar. I, I think we can yeah. go ahead and light it with that one. More uh, horse grenades. Yep. Uh, name the three Kentucky quarterbacks to pass for at least 300 yards against Louisville at Louisville. Steven Johnson, Tim Couch. Lorenzen. Lorenzen. Uh, uh, did Woodson? No, because probably not in 06. 06 they, played, they may have. I mean, it was a really high-scoring game. But they played poorly at the beginning of the year, and they got their teeth kicked in LSU, and then the season kind of turned around. So I would yeah. probably say no. Um, the 08 game wouldn't have had enough passing to well, have anybody. The 2000 was Lorenzen. You know who oddly it could be? Because the only thing I worry about is that I don't remember those games being high scoring. Like even the Tony Stallings game was like 30 to 23, right, Trevor? Went in overtime? No, 40 34. Okay, well, that probably is Lorenzen. I was just saying, the Patrick Tolls game that they lost. Oh, they scored guess. a lot of points in that game. They did. What was it? 44 38, I think, was the final in that yeah. game. 44 40, I think. Uh, yeah, that's, that's correct. Um, they should have won that game. Right. I So it's I think it's either Tolls or Renzen. I mean, are we sure Steven Johnson got over? Yeah, he, he sounded pretty confident. That's why I was going with it. All right. Well, let's go Couch, Johnson, and I feel like we could be well, you know, also Lorenzen ran too. Plenty. And we might just be thinking he ran plenty because his first play was the long run, but that was the longest run of his career in his twenty yards. And it's gotta be at U of L. All right, we'll go. Johnson, Tolls, Couch. 
Oh, you, you, you guys had it. It was Couch Lorenzen Johnson. Thanks. See, why you go against me, people? Roush, uh, it's on you. I was, I was at that game, and I, I didn't even pay to get in. Well, you don't have to pay to get into hardly any Louisville games. Just oh, that game you did. I well, think the Lightning Bowl allowed me to sneak I in. I actually think Louisville pays you to come to the game, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boom, roasted Trevor. That was because I'm famous. I'm not joking either. If you want to go to the game Saturday, just go and walk in. But it's sold out, Roush. Wait, really? It is sold out. It, it is sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I did have... I did it's have, it's I, sold out, but like I've every time I show up to a Louisville game... I don't have a ticket. Either somebody gives me one, or I just walk in. That's why it comes as a shock. But I did have a friend who was down in Miami that was like me and it. He said him and like three people just walked into the game that last week and Saturday down in Miami. They didn't even like scan a ticket. Yeah, that sounds. They were like going in. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really surprise me. ACC just means less. What do we got next? (laughs) Name the three Kentucky players to have at least 100 receiving yards against Louisville at Louisville. Jeff Bidette. Uh, Ooh, Stevie got loose. Oh, Stevie got loose. Hat. Stevie Johnson has to be one. Yeah. But that but was think, at UK. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, you Keenan, said it. Keenan Burton in 06, I think, had a pretty That's big right. game against UofL. Keenan Burton could be on that list. I think Juice is definitely I, the 100-yard receiver, though. Well, think, he caught that first touchdown. I don't know who that was. I don't know who that was. You said East, right? I'm thinking that was a little right. I yeah. Like 99 or 98. I thought it was Bidette who caught that first touchdown. It was, it was Juice. The juice it was, is it was Gary Johnson, yeah. Number nine. The juice is loose. I think it's juice, yeast, and then, huh? Who's number three? Do we do, do, do Keenan? Probably because I don't Could even there know been anybody in that fourteen game. Blake Bone. It would be like Ryan Timmons, but did he? I can't imagine It'd him be, having a hundred yard yeah, game. No, I don't you know, know either. Okay, yeast, juice, and Burton. And Burton. You guys are awesome. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> it was like a fun Saturday night. Too, All right, I was thinking, Vedette, you helped me. You straight me out on that one. You, yeah. And I think Burton had maybe a kick return in that game yeah. as well. Right, he had a yeah. big game Homecoming. for being a blowout, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bush obviously got hurt in that one. Uh, Kentucky, I think, made it like semi-interesting for a second, and then every time they game was only interesting for you all when it kicked off. Once the second play of the game, Bush threw in for like 60 yards for a touchdown. That game was You all get up close. like by 21, and then we'd yeah. score and be like, if we can get a stop, we can make it a one-possession game. And get a, never, never get a stop. Even never Wesley Woodyard's dirty tackling punk butt couldn't even you stop You all fans legitimately thought that that was like an intentional leg breaking. You all are still living delusion. <sighs> 10 15, feet from him when it happened. 15, 17 years later, however long uh, it Well, how about we um, get Should to we a break? take a break and then finish it up, yeah, Corey? How many Trevor more you got? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, How many more questions you got, Corey? Uh, I have three. Nice. All right, stay tuned for the exciting conclusion. Of ah, Trivia Wednesday, Governor's, Cup, Governor's Trivia. Cup. Three questions to go. Corey Price in the house. Trevor Kelsey in the house. Nick Roush. I'm TJ Walker. We'll be back. This is KRC. Oh, Hey, I love Salsaritas. Why? Flame grilled meats. When design is key. Police. No, ma'am. We're Kentucky Roll Call. We're on a mission from God. Come on. Baby, don't you want to go? Come on. 
Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I got my day started off on the right foot. I stopped at the Thorntons right next to the studio this oh, morning. Same here. I had a filled free up, coffee with my refreshing rewards card. Filled up with gasoline. Frequency saved, rewards. I saved five cents this time. Sometimes it's ten cents. This time it was five Sometimes cents. Sometimes it's fifteen, gallon. too. I know. It's pretty nice. Uh, you never know what it's going to be at Thorntons, but you got to download that app, get signed up. It takes no time at all, and it's not like you have to scan anything. When you fill up, it just says, hey, do you have a number? And you... It's not asking you out for a date, Trevor. Chill out. But you punch in your number, and then, boom, it automatically knows you're in the system. It takes the money right off the gasoline right there at the pump, and it is easy-peasy, just like everything at Thornton's and the Thornton's text line. We love our grab-and-go texters. If you text mm. in in the first segment, we'll read it on air, and uh, we're going to we see you, texters that have texted in. We'll get there. We'll get there, but we're going to enjoy some mm. more trivia would, from Corey Price. I'd like to make one pronouncement, too. Um I've officially I've I've joined Scoots. I'm officially a Quasanka. <laughs> yeah, well, good. They're amazing. They're delicious. I'm just I'm tra- awesome. I'm making transition from burrito breakfast burrito to breakfast croissant. I'd like to make a note. Let me ask you all a trivia question. Okay. Hello. Trevor, last non QB to win MVP for U of L in the Governor's Cup game. Uh, so, a.k.a. the person before Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Just a little bit of a hint. <laughs> he would be the QB that, that took it that took up I the award I, I think I know the two times. Uh, uh, Lamar won it two times, or are you saying somebody else won it two times? Lamar did win it two times. Okay. I never oh, paid attention to wins DVPs, actually. Yeah, uh, he is uh, one of two players to win it two times. Um, Corey's like, you're stepping all over my Kobe Smith? Toes here. Uh, no, terrible answer. <laughs> Horrible answer. Roush? You, you have anything, Corey? Because I know a defensive player won it, and I think it was Preston Brown, but it might it might be uh, Alex Dumerville. Uh, maybe Bilal Powell? I don't know. That was before they had that MVP award, Trevor, for what it was worth. Uh, all right, the correct answer of the player was Devontae Parker. Uh, that's the other thing. 2014, I, I, when like, yeah. they should have won, and they just had no answers. Yeah. Just kept throwing it up to Parker. Throwing it up to him, yeah. and he caught yeah. every one of them. And then generally we wouldn't tackle him either to boot, and he'd just run it in for a touchdown. Uh, was that the one with the quarterback that you hate so much? I, I don't. You've you've blown that out of proportion. I have <laughs> oh, nothing. I, no, I do. I have nothing Trevor. against him I, personally. I, I, I have something. Yes, What's uh, his it's name all again? personal. It's the Lexcath kid. Yeah. He drives me nuts. I just I, I just think didn't he was like that. Bad, and it was embarrassing to let him beat UK. And I stand. <laughs> I by took that. I took it personally. But I, it was not. Yeah, you always say you you get so much stuff wrong, and it's at my expense. TJ's <laughs> first car was a convertible. Well, it was, and I mean, then from what I understand, you were spray- not a convertible. And what I understand, you were spray painting like. Like the like like bad things about that guy on the side of the walls. <laughs> the, the the defensive player too that won it for Louisville. It wasn't uh, Preston Brown. It was Dexter Heyman. Dexter Heyman. Louisville Mail. There you right. go. When did they start doing the MVP? That's twenty ten. Okay, so that's where I got confused when you asked me because I couldn't even remember when they started doing it. I, I love that. Basketball. I, I love that award. Shove him around. That's kind of wild that U of L back to back playing for two different Howard Schnellenberger awards to a certain degree. I mean the MVP yeah. trophy and then the boots for uh, the. Miami I wish they would have done a pipe instead of the boots. It's so I dumb not to do it. Pre- it should have just that. been like a simple golden cigar that, like, you know how in the Texas Oklahoma rivalry they put on the hat, the hat like yeah. the cigar the winning coach the, just the puts pipe, in like mean? the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. this had to be like like a 2023 like PC thing, right? I mean you couldn't do a pipe. Well, I also think that like 
It has Be- to be. I think Beverly probably had those boots handy. It was just like, Here. She wants something to get out of the closet. Yeah. <laughs> like, take what about his old shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what about his old bowling shirt for a trophy? Here, I got a box <laughs> of underwear here. I mean. <laughs> all right, Corey's like, I really have to run if we don't get these trivia questions. And, all right, Corey, sorry. It's all right. This is what happens when Trevor's on the show. It really does. Who is the only Kentucky player to have multiple 100-yard rushing games in their career against Louisville? Benny. Artus Pinner? Chris no. Rodriguez. Chris uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, so, did he have it's one? It's just one player? Has only, only one has had two? Yep, only one. Man. I mean, even Derek Locke, he was the first MVP winner. He rushed for over 100 yards, but I don't think There's been several with, with one, but only one with more than one. The All problem right. is, though, is Chris, like, the, when you think of Chris's second big, where he would have gotten a lot of carries, it was with Will Levis running touchdowns, right? True. He had four touch rushing touchdowns. All right, go, go Benny. You bet, go Benny. You I don't, I don't know. Like, you better not be wrong. We're, I'm sticking with Artus. Okay. So you've got, I've got, Chris, or I've got Benny, you've got Chris, he's got Artus. All right. It is C-Rod. Let's go, Benny! <laughs> I was so hoping he'd say Artus. He had, <laughs> oh, Daddy needed that one in he the worst He had 125 way. yards in 2019, 121 yards in 2021, and 120 yards in 2022. Oh, yeah. wow. I remember one oh, of the big, yeah. why am I forgetting last? Why am I th- ruling out last year? That was oh, stupid. I don't uh, know why I did. Stupid rush. By the way, Ray Davis going to be another one-time 100-yard rusher That's against right. the cards. Trevor, suck it. That's right. Hey, losing effort. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kentucky has defeated a team ranked in the top 10 of the AP poll on the road three times in school history. Can you name those three opponents? Florida, right, in 18? Yep, Florida in 18. They were 10th. Um, Corey's shaking his head no. So <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't think y'all would be rough, top rough, 10. Rough, was, was the Arkansas team that had McFadden, were they top 10 team? I don't think so. I don't know. They were, I don't because they beat LSU they, they're like the week after you all beat them. Right? Oh, they, Ole Miss yeah. is one of them. When they beat them and they were number one. Back way, in the sixties, way back in the yeah. heyday. Um, was it? Was it this? Did, was this at Lexington? Because wasn't LSU? Man, if we're missing sixties, no, 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 uh, if we're Trevor. missing a Stoops era one, that's going to be pretty bad. I mean, he's only beaten three top ten teams. I'm just and saying. And there was the Iowa Citrus Bowl. It was Florida, and it was Louisville. Lamar Jackson? No. They were so they had just lost to Houston. They had just dropped out to yeah, like 12. We, yeah, we were yeah. You talking about the the, the Lamar Jackson year? But like yeah. the thing is, if yeah. if U of hadn't lost to Houston and Kentucky, they were going to be like probably you know the sixth team, the, the second fifth, team out, the third yeah. team out, something like that. And then one, then they just kind of free fell. Um, I don't know, Corey, but I know you've got to go, so you yeah. can give us hit the us with it. Uh, they beat number ten Vanderbilt fourteen to nothing in nineteen forty seven. They beat number one Ole Miss 27-21 in 1964. Yep. Archie. And they beat number four Penn State 24-20 to in 1977. Oh, uh, yeah, wasn't that yeah. to start the season, or am I making that up? It was, it was like the third or fourth game. 77 was the 10-1 years. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, do you have one more? One more. All right. With the win on Saturday, Kentucky will have won four consecutive games against Louisville at Louisville. Can you name the only other current FBS non-conference opponent that Kentucky has defeated in four consecutive road games in school history. Well, not winning Saturdays, you can give that up. Mm. You know. <laughs> yeah, I would think that it would be like somebody somewhat regional. Uh, Indiana. Yeah, I, I'll go Indiana. Or Virginia Tech. But they haven't played Virginia that Tech was random, yeah. forever. <laughs> but they used to play them all the time. But let's, it's probably Indiana. Let's go Indiana because we don't have anything better and you've got a run. Close. It was Cincinnati. They I beat didn't... them in 1946, 1948, 1952, and it 
took a while. The last one was in 1986. The gift that keeps You'd giving. Be a Cincinnati. Sorry, sucker, living in Cincinnati. I like a Bearcats Cincinnati. fan at those times. You know, no. Late well, 40s, early 50s. Really, any time. Am I right, Trev? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the three years Ritter was there. That's about it. All right, Corey. Thank you so much. Have yes. a happy Thanksgiving. You will yeah, have a great a Thanksgiving. One, I'll see you at the the press box. That's right. And We're I'll very s- thankful for your trivia each and every week. And I'll see you post game after we, we win, right? Yeah, down That's on the right. field. Yeah. We, maybe they'll let us take a picture of the governor's cup. Yeah. I'll be right. Please do. All right. Don't <laughs> let anybody be mean to you. You know those U of L media folks, Corey. Yeah. Oh, man. Right, speaking of, uh, one egg were you in the press box? This might have been past your time because you never worked like the games in the new press box did you i did i've worked only see you later Corey. i only worked one uk uofl football game at uofl i'm, and, I'm talking about a uk this is oh, a uk no, not at UK. when uh Correct. ramsey tried fighting uh matt jones yeah and didn't that he was get into very funny Kyle tucker too or i'll Ra- tucker Ra- one Ra- wasn't ramsey's, got, UK, ramsey's got a couple stories uh, but anyways he was like just kept like poking matt in the chest doing the like listen buddy and and he's like Dude, what are you doing? Was that in Lexington when that happened? Yeah, it was in Lexington. How did they get okay. like so close to one another that that happened? I mean, they were just kind of crossing paths, and like Ramsey went out of his way to like that was say whatever he had to say. The heat of the Ramsey Jones. I wonder what he had to say. Yeah, it was it was very weird because um, I know that he made it a big deal. Uh, Matt did when they were like the new Louisville Matt Jones is here, and it's John Ramsey. Um, but Drew, I was by Drew, and Drew didn't. A lot of these U of L people, he doesn't know who they are, what they look like, and so he was just like, "Who is that guy that's over there talking to Matt about something?" And then it got intense, and there was a bot of finger pointing, and you never know what you're going to get with U of L media. No, you really don't. Is I want. Oh my gosh! Speaking of U of L media, Trevor, <laughs> where's this going? <laughs> Old Deputy Doofus legitimately got worked up that Dion Walker said he didn't like U of L. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Get, I never actually watched. I saw that that tweet going around last night. I didn't, but I didn't get a chance to listen to the audio. He's like, "Why would he say that about U of L of all schools? We we do things the right way." God, like he's so bad at this. He's so bad at and, rivalry. And, and he has no fans, idea. I don't think the majority. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's the majority or not the majority. But he's got a fo- like he's got a following. U of L fans like look to that dude for takes and information and analysis. And then you have what he did on Twitter yesterday was Scott Satterfield whining about L's down. Couldn't <laughs> have been that. Deion Walker. He let, let's pull up the exact tweet. What did Walker say exactly? I don't like Louisville. Never liked the Cardinals. Even when I was okay. getting recruited, um, there. They're entitled was one of his words. If you give me a second, I, can. I wouldn't I don't know, say we were entitled, but I mean, I have no problem with you saying you don't like us. I don't expect uh, you to like us. Their fans, I just don't Let's like see. the Cardinals. Their fans are kind of snobbish. Their players act entitled. A lot of pinup aggression towards them. Okay. I, I don't agree with the sentiment, but you know, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it might not be completely accurate. He didn't like him, though. I don't, I wouldn't expect you to like him. I don't even know who you are, and I don't like you. <laughs> Uh, here's what he said. Legit. Here's what Deputy Doofus said. Okay. Legit want to know what Louisville players have done to appear entitled. They've won in a variety of ways. They've fought <laughs> through all types of injuries. Multiple guys have made plays, and when they've had to throw, they've thrown. And when they've had to run, they've run. <laughs> players have gone to the bench, and they've come back without complaining. They've had a comeback wins. Five one-score games of all the words to describe the Louisville team. Entitled wouldn't be one of them. Just kind of weird. I mean, Projecting? getting. I mean, I agree. I think it's. I don't. I don't think it's. I, I'm, I'm curious if he knows what entitlement means, but 
Yeah, I wouldn't use it to scrap Louisville either. Well, it, 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 it might be because throughout much of this series, Louisville fans think they can beat Kentucky, and then what well, happens? Kentucky wins fairness, by 100. In we were technically a favorite. Was it last year? Or year yeah, and you lost by what, 100? I have been a favorite, like I think in 19, if you weren't favorites, it was like a two-point. Yeah. We, this line has always been very bad. Pro L. <laughs> yeah, it has been, yeah. And Trevor, I'll say you're one of the few L media members that like after last year, you were like, I- I'm done talking <laughs> trash until we beat them. <laughs> now here we are a few days before the game and you all are right Ooh. back to where you are. But I think that's kind of, and I don't know what Deion Walker has experience, what experiences he has with L. He's a what, 20 year old kid living on a college campus. His experience is like maybe going to Derby and a L fan said something nasty to him. <laughs> or, he's done, or experiencing through what Twitter is. Exactly. Is, yeah, I mean, like it's, that it's, I not, can see it's not like he spent a week in Louisville and everybody was mean to him and he thought the food sucked or something like that. It's a rivalry week. He's got very limited experience with U of L as a whole. Trevor's right. It's probably just something from a social media based exchange. And just the fact that there are U of L media members and U of L fans that are like, he said, what about us? Well, I'm going to need him to explain that out because oh, it just, just doesn't just, add up. This dude's 6'6, 350. Yeah, he's like the largest okay, human. Yeah, yeah, oh, he, he'll okay. probably be on the Eagles in like the, the, three years. I got no problem with him. We're good, Dion. <laughs> My bad. Oh yeah, dude, Not he's built. He's built like an Eagles. Because I was like, yeah, wanting to see Eagles where he was just from. Get the nastiest defensive players of all time. So he'll end up. He'll <laughs> somehow drop in the draft. The Eagles will get him in the third round. It will be some. I mean, the fact that Jalen Carter is on your football team I after dropping it. the draft. Him trying to catch the spike the other night—that's if that's that, so if he could have done that, <laughs> that would have been the coolest thing ever. He got his hands there, just didn't get all the way underneath. And it. he like, looked mad that he didn't do it, which is awesome. You know, he'd been timing, probably trying to time that for. Who he knows did how like long. he was there. He did everything except just actually catch the ball. But Gosh. Uh, uh, Trevor, it's good to have you back, buddy. Well, thanks. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to go out early because y'all's y'all's uh, double thing. We do the fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five, fifty. We got another minute or two. But I got you, baby. Yeah, I got you. I got, I got just, this. Just you know, it's nice to have somebody in second here. Second can of Mel yellow of the morning. I'm good. Is it nice to have uh, some radio hosts that appreciate you? Uh, been a couple years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it depends on your level of appreciation. I mean, you haven't been exactly what's flattering today to me, but I mean. Well, I said you look more like Santa Claus than the last time I saw you. A lot of people would take that as a compliment. <laughs> Did they? Okay. I'm saying a lot of people would. I thought you would. You didn't. I'll, I'll know not to. No, I have no problem with Santa Claus. To mention that you're jolly and you bring people a lot of joy. I mean, you remember I'm an Eagles fan. We once booed him. Then, granted, that was on Jewish Appreciation Day, but no one ever talks about that. You know, so, that's, but that's okay. I don't. No, I, I've had fun. I, I will say I do. I, I think going to bed at 6 a.m. is still better than waking up at 6 a.m. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into the mode. I got one hour. I'm an hour two. I'm starting to, I'm trying to get the energy back up. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to hear it. It's all relative. Apparently more than Roush. It's all, better, well, I mean. I'm just saying it's all, it's all relative a, with a, you, buddy. A morning grab and go texter wants to know, does Trevor know Gil? Uh, I have never met Gil. Per- well, I guess I did technically at the scramble. I don't remember. I think I was told I did meet him briefly. <laughs> But I have seen him on video chat while talking to Scoots. Another text. He's in the couch in the background. It was kind of creepy. Says, with Kansas losing handedly to Marquette and Kentucky barely beating St. Joe's, maybe we just aren't very good. Maybe, Plumley bro, too. I bet you hope so. Yeah, Marquette looked really good last night. I know you didn't get you. I mean, they looked. I mean. I, I saw it. Kansas. I tell you, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I have been just having a great time betting the unders on each halves in these college basketball games lately. It may just be each you. half. 
Huh. I'm just going going first half under, second half under individual. I mean, last night I did it with the Kansas game and racked up fifty bucks each half. Ooh. I've done it with U of L last. Now I did it did cost me a little bit in the end of the IU game because Sky Sky Clark's uh, layup actually hit the over in the second half by one point, but it pushed the game, so it was kind of you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I came out ahead. Well, we got to hit our daily double break. We'll come back. We'll talk cats. We'll talk cards. We'll get to the Thornton's text line. We'll tell you about Shady Rays and Salsaritas and all the other fun stuff. We'll get to an hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Trevor Kelsey. Thanks for your friends. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Do Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio, it's the OG KRC days because Trevor Kelsey is our producer, Nick Roush and TJ Walker here with you on the last show before Thanksgiving and then, Roush, it's really the holiday blitz season. Uh, it is an early Thanksgiving, but I'll have my Christmas stuff up ready to go on Friday. By the end of the weekend, hopefully it'll be all finished, and uh, we'll be playing Christmas music on here come Monday morning. <sighs> It'll be real nice, Clark, real nice. We um, still just haven't – it was get the, tr- the tree out and put the lights on it, done nothing since, so – this might be the first time the Roushes don't do any Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. There's not 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 been any time. Been, I'm glad you're not busy. a social. Well, you're just following the right protocol, and I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> I I am excited though because the especially Frank now he's he's walking pretty good. He likes dancing. You know when he gets a good song. Last night the the Bellerman, you know pet band starts playing something. He kind of dances around. Boys like dancing to Christmas music. Um, Trevor, if you want, if you need a song, Flash Beagle. Um, it's Snoopy dancing to a song in the eighties. Uh, that's our favorite song in the Roush rotation right now. I will keep that in mind. It's when you said Frank, for some reason my mind originally went to the guy from the other studios. I was like, why is he hanging out with Frank? I thought you were talking about, or, or Frank Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's hanging out to do from the Southern Indiana studios still. <laughs> I still need to get my stuff up there. We have things up there. We need to bring down to the studio still. What, what are your all's? The the Dewan Wheat poster. Hey, a listener brought, a listener sent that. That thing's cool. It, it is cool. Okay. It's, it's, instead of Wheaties, uh, Wheaties box, it just says Wheat, and it's Dewan Wheat. Yeah. If things the fa- don't fast break go of champions. our way Saturday, what are your all's intentions with Little Howard? <laughs> you better not hurt him. Are you him. practicing this for like when when Lucy gets like? What are your intentions? Like with how do my you daughter? plan on <laughs> how do you plan on dressing him? Are you got you know he he has his interests, he has his likes. He does. Uh, you've never even gotten to know him. Well, it's it's okay. You know, it's it's overrated anyway. Uh, we we've got things planned out. I believe. Uh, you know, I think I think uh, Mike is is working on getting him a lime beard. We were gonna, you're gonna get him. We're gonna get him like a little, like a trucker hat that fits he, like a, a toddler, and we're gonna put it on him. He hates flat bills. Oh no, he's he, getting a flat bill. Oh flat no, bills. and he's and also d- not a fan of Crown Royal either. I mean, I, no, he's got a blended we, whiskey's bag. We've got a Crown Royal bag we're gonna put on him. I've told the story about, you know, I've got I've, growing up, my mom used to give me the Crown Royal purple bags to put my my GI Joes in. 
which I was the only kid going to parties with like my, all my toys in a Crown Royal bag. But that's, so I've got I've got those all over my house still from like you know I don't throw anything away. You have any toys still left in them? Uh, one of them I think does probably still has some Hot Wheels in it. Maybe yeah. But the so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring we're gonna put the Crown Royal bag. He's gonna wear. He's gonna put that on and. He he's he's like, about to get pimped out. Is his, what he is. his hooves can't even do an L, so just don't even think about it. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna add, we're gonna we're gonna insert a finger under. Don't they say it's like inhumane to cut your your cat's claws, Roush? You're yeah, big, you're a big yeah. cat guy. Yeah, you, you can't do that. Yeah, you're you not don't to. mess with his hooves. Well, you hear me? I mean, maybe just give him some new horseshoes. Good what? news is we're not gonna have to worry about it. No, you're gonna. You're, he's, he has he, he's he's been he's been stagnant over there for years. He's, he's ready for a change. Uh, text on into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let's finish these grab and go textures, uh, right right quick. A uh, texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Let's see, make sure I'm not the right one. Local John here. Good morning to all. Glad to hear my friend Trevor back on KRC plus early trivia with Corey. I'm truly thankful for Jesus, my friends and family, and the great radio show with Kentucky Roll Call every day of the week. Okay, Trevor, who will win? Solo Psychoa or L.A. Knight? And what's going on with CM Punk? Well, you all have a great Thanksgiving. Got to go talk to you later. Uh, I'll go L.A. Knight because he's just super over. I don't know what CM Punk's doing. I could care less because he annoys me. Couldn't care less. And, uh, John, um, you're being very nice for someone who just took me behind the woodshed in fantasy football this week. Oh. I'm I'm in because I'm in the league with John runs this, the league, the best around uh, or whatever I think it's called. And I've been in it for the last couple of years. I've never won it, and this year I'm—I mean, I have to be the worst team. Like well, I think I, I think I'm like one in nine. On your fantasy so team in John's fantasy league. So I'm happy that we got yeah. to that today. You're welcome. Uh, only took till eight ten to do it too. Hmm, Scoots, it. I appreciate <laughs> you having a Governor Cup take. After all, a man that stands for nothing falls for anything. But Lamar Jackson ain't the U of L QB. I told my big X scramble buddies I thought this game was a toss up, and I'm still there. Davis and Jordan are the keys. I don't know if Jordan is the key at all for U of L. No, no, he's not going to. He's not, not Lamar. Healthy. It's his plumber, baby. You better recognize. Uh, I, I think the running game is very important for both teams. I just don't. I think you got the wrong back for U of L. Uh, and Grindo's more than. Well, Jawar's been, been banged up to, too as well to so. be a, a number one back on a really good team. He's a really good running back. We have multiple good running backs. Don't worry about that. Isaac, Isaac Grindo is pretty good. He's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's good. What year is he, Trevor? Uh, he will be back next year. He is a junior. That's disappointing to hear. Yeah. Jawar and Jamari are probably gone, though. A texter says, our fan base is going to have a meltdown if we don't win that Miami game. Talking about basketball. Oh, okay. And I, yeah. I don't know about like a meltdown. But I think so. I also think like we just need some good big wins because we're in a very rough place right now online where it's just like anytime there's any sort of like I I make my one criticism about late game execution and you'd think I just hate John Calipari and want Kentucky to lose every game like it's very much just like a tribal warlike mentality right now and we all need some good collective positivity beating Miami and beating North Carolina especially when at home right I mean when no you should win the game at home yeah I mean you know. Miami's good, and it's a tough matchup. It's yeah. like not an ideal matchup for this current makeup of UK team. They are very guard heavy, except yeah. they have like an Oscar Shebway like big guy that's just a bruiser and is going to clean up everything inside. Where Kentucky just doesn't have that. 
but both teams are going to try to run. It's probably it should be unless it becomes a rough show. Should be a really fun game to watch from a pace of play, getting up and down the floor. It's a big game though. But I, Roush, I disagree with you a little bit. Like UK does need a big win, and they just need to start winning big games again because that's what UK basketball does. But I do think there is a portion of this fan base. If there is a split, I think the split is people that are just so sick of like losing big games that if it's not anything but a win and they're just going to be miserable about it. And I can at least understand where they're coming from. And then the other side is, and this is where I fall, this team is really good. And they're fun to watch, and they're far from complete. So, like, you can be patient with what happens until we feel like it's actually a complete team. And that's why I was so mad about the Kansas loss is, like, despite not being a complete team, you had that game. You had it won. You were a better team. You had it wrapped up. Go finish it out. But I think if you lose to Miami, yeah, you're going to get a bunch of people that are ticked off. But I think that portion of the fan base that is still, I've seen what I've wanted to see from this team. They're going to be really good. Now go be good. It's a bummer that they lost without having a center, which Mm -hmm. we do have an update on that. Yeah, we have a picture of Aaron Bradshaw sharing on his Instagram story with Big Z. And the caption said, God is good. Yes. So God do be good. What? Why is it good? So there's reports. I think David Sisk was maybe the first. I know Jack Pilgrim has come out and said as much as well. Aaron Bradshaw returning to team practice today. There was a lot of talk that he would play on Friday, but Cal doesn't strike me as the type that would let a guy go through one section of five on five practice. Now maybe he is. Maybe it is a little different. Um, but because Bradshaw had been doing individual stuff, it's abundantly clear he'd been in parts of the practice, but not the five on five. Maybe all he needs is one five on five practice on Wednesday that's stringent, and then a Thursday. You know, th- those are the day before. It's not a walkthrough technically, but you know, a little bit lighter. Maybe, maybe, maybe enough that um, he could play on Friday. Because I mean, you, you'd you'd like for him to not just get thrown in in the Miami game. This is first time playing, right? You want him to get those Bambi deer legs kind of out of the way. The one, my most memorable moment of a player coming in without playing in a long time and just being a bull in a china shop, Jared Vanderbilt at South Carolina was just comedy. That that kid, it was, I wish I could go back. There was a lot of good. Oh, it was good. It was like he had 17 rebounds and just the passes he was making though when the ball got in his hands, it was like, <laughs> we were robbed a healthy Jared Van. I know he would have been a really fun college player. To he was watch. so much fun in recruiting too because he just did. Every, he was like oh six eight Reed Shepherd that couldn't shoot. He was an unbelievable outlet passer. Oh, great like, passer, great rebounder. Get the rebound and sling it. Sometimes it didn't work out. Sometimes he throw throw it into like the fifth row on the other end of the court. But he could get a fast break initiated, and then also he could just take it himself and just run the length of the floor. Maybe he was going to pick up a couple charges along the way. Maybe he was going to turn the ball over along the way as well. But he uh, he had a head of steam. I just remember him. his boot. He was always hurt. Just always hurt. Uh, text on in, Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. So, do we think we'll see get Bradshaw Friday, TJ? I think the timing stinks for us. Like, I, I feel like Friday, we're not going to see him. He's going to go through warm-ups. He's going to be on the bench. And then Cal's going to have some line about, it wouldn't have been fair to him. He had, he'd only gotten through one practice, and one of the practices, he had to stop for a water break. Or there's going to be some annoying little, like, he Cal cramps or, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Something, you know, so, so we couldn't do that. Uh, maybe Tuesday, 
you'll see him against Miami. And then maybe against Miami, they throw him out there just to see what he what he can do. But I would be surprised if you see him Friday. I, I think if you made me guess today, I'd say no, we don't see him against Miami. And then whatever the next game is after that, I bet that's when you actually see him. But I do think there's at least a chance he gets some action against Miami. Well, I, I would be surprised if you actually saw him play Friday. Although, if you're Cal and he is practicing, like what would it hurt to put him in for five minutes? What would it, you're playing Marshall, you should win that game it's, relatively It's just easy. basketball, to go back to our Shane Sharp thing. It like, is it just is, basketball. Yeah. It, it, and if he goes out there and he's terrible or he can't keep up or he has no idea what to do, well, then Roush, you just take him out. right? You just take him out of the game. It's not a big thing. Right, like, right. You're not worried about his eligibility for four years. You're not protecting a red shirt or anything like that. Put him in. Doesn't work. You just take him out. It's not it's not rocket so science. So here's my other question. Could the God is great also be alluding to the guy next to him, Zvonimir Ivasic, who yesterday there was a Cincinnati foreign player that just got cleared by the NCAA. You would think it's got to be Big Z's turn soon. So uh, let's just instead of maybe Friday, let's let's go to they play next Friday as well, if I'm not mistaken, or is that their first Saturday game? Nah, I'm not sure yet. Um, but let's say after the Miami, we got to get a schedule. Let's go. I, I pulled it up. Uh, UNC Wilmington is next Saturday. So over under, just we're setting it at one, a direct one over under one of those seven footers. So over under, we see just a seven footer in a game between now and December second. Yeah, we'll set it at a half. I will say you're gonna go no. Over, no, you're all right. You're no as well. I'm, I'm actually. I think we're gonna no get well. over. I think we're gonna get one of them by UNC Wilmington for that UNC Wilmington. Oh, game. I, I think UNC Wilmington. You will see a player in that game. Okay. I just think before then you do not see. Anything. Okay. Does that make so, sense? So yes, yes. Okay. That that was my thing. Is I that seems that December second game, even though you're. Only getting two cup or three cupcakes, including Louisville. Um, hey, now we're you know, if you're not watching New York, man, we're improving. <laughs> sounds really Cal's gonna throw a zone out. Uh, we asked him not to do it. He said okay. <laughs> KP's just gonna wet his pants. Like, don't trick ever... us. <laughs> the graphic so, by Field of '68. I'll give him credit for that. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that was not, and, 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 and I don't know if you listened to Mike yesterday. Was it at, the Scooby Doo thing? No, oh. it was like they they made Mike Woodson look like a magician, and it was just Kenny Payne doing what he always does, just his hands up, like <laughs> his yeah, confused look, look. Which you cannot find a picture of Kenny Payne where he's not doing that with his hands. Have you seen the one? It was just such a cheap shot of Kenny Payne. The poor dude has five wins his entire <laughs> career, and they're just like. You know, they're poking fun at him. Someone texted us said, if you go back and look at, like, every Kenny Payne press conference on, like, the YouTube, like, the little thumbnail, he has the same, like, look and hand expression in every one of them. Uh, like, his hands are out and his face is kind of like, huh? Oh, yeah, it's like every thumbnail is the exact, and it's true. We look back and we're like, <laughs> every one of them is the exact same. Did you see the picture? It's so funny. <laughs> it's like, why'd they have to go so hard? <laughs> It's not. It's not good when, when when me and Mike both agreed yesterday that when you talk about Kenny Payne's best game, the best game that Kenny Payne era was a loss. Yeah, I mean that's that's that, that tells you something. And, and I'm, I'm, yeah, that's not good. I need, no. I need, so really? I need, are you are you falling? Are you falling for this, Trevor? Like, are you no, falling wait, for what? Like, wait, that, no. that I, like I want to keep Kenny Payne here. No, no, no. no. Think you, but like, do you think Louisville can be good because they lost two close games? I think they can be good if they're coached well. I mean, I, there's talent on. I think there was. More talent than four games winning last year on the roster. 
I mean, there's there's enough. T- I'm not saying this is a team that should be competing for a national title or maybe even even in a tournament at this point. But you know, there there is talent on this. While it's young and raw, there is talent on this roster. I mean, it's just a matter of whether the person leading it's going to you know do the right thing. Yeah, I appreciate the person who listed all the recruiting rankings for all their players. It's like you you have nine guys who are top 100 players. You shouldn't be this bad. No, no, and, and, and I don't know. I mean, you know, take what you you know agree or disagree with the the, the ratings of some players, but regard. I mean, whether you think the Sky Clark maybe shouldn't be ready as high as he was, or Trey White or as high as he was, there's still you know de- there's still players that you shouldn't be going in our outer conference schedule, you know, short of you know the New York trip or you all, where you should have any kind of challenge. Like if we play the way we played in New York, we we roll for our first three games, and we should roll through most of the outer conference schedule again, short of you all. U of L stinks. Let's move on to the Thornton's text line. A texter says, <laughs> "Football, baby. Let's talk about that." TK on the board. Yeah, uh, roll call listener. Happy to hear. I've been on Trevor the board Kelsey since middle school. Early. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, "Trevor, give me your best stealing a cat story." Oh, Trevor's got a good one there because yep. he has done that and My- it nearly got absolutely just demolished by a raccoon, but luckily it did survive. <laughs> Remember that time Trevor wore shorts to TJ's wedding? Good times. <laughs> yeah, I did not wear shorts I and sandals. <laughs> I did not. I didn't. I can't confirm I had socks on, but they were shoes. They were closed, closed toe shoes, and it was it was khakis, and it was a it was a golf shirt. I looked nice. Okay, come on. Another texture. This is a good I, one. Does Trevor eat butt? Sounds like it. I mean, I don't know. Are you offering? Okay. Yeah, we didn't need to go there, but we. I did appreciate that Trevor. His his uh, before he got suited up and uh, uh, for the, the TV show for the TV show at Zaxby's. Your formal attire was just Tiger Woods on Sunday. Oh, yeah, pretty much. So it was just yeah. a big red polo and uh, uh, black pants. Which takes us back to the buddy. <laughs> Texture says, the real John here, the other dude is a Hungarian bot. All right. <laughs> not 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 the best stuff on the Thornton's text line this Hungarian? morning. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. but sometimes Trevor will bring that out of people. We've got a lot more. That's just the text from today. We've got a lot my, from yesterday. By the way, my mom loves war. Like, she's obsessed with that cat now. Oh. I'm never going to, like, there's, that cat's never leaving my house again. Does it not go outside anymore? He goes outside, but, like, every night, like, at midnight, my I'm I'm that house neighborhood. Like she she doesn't like the cat being out past like twelve. I could care less. I think he's fine. But so, so my mom at like midnight every night I'll go outside and she'll be like, Wara Well yeah, I'm like Oh God. I just <laughs> I mean, does everybody you know what house on everyone has that house in the neighborhood, right? With the lady that screams for the cat at night. It's usually I'm that house now. Well, it, I was been that house. It's but. usually at like five PM whenever my neighbors get home from work. Uh they had to put uh, a bell on Gus. Because Gus, <laughs> Gus was just always getting into stuff. He ended up getting uh, trapped in somebody's garage for a couple of days because he was just, you know, getting you, into stuff. You got one of those, don't you, TJ? Neighbors, they, I've got a friend named Gus who does that stuff. <laughs> He's not a goes cat. Full circle. He just gets lost he, in the yeah, garage. He, he gets you know, in all sorts of trouble. They had to put a little bell on him too. Uh, <laughs> All right, I just need Roush doesn't. <laughs> Roush, he retweeted the trick me thing. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. I haven't seen it. I guess I'll go look at it. Uh, just look at Roush's Twitter page. <laughs> I, I, I had enough people sending me the uh, the when he sees the two three zone with the Mitch McConnell gif or whatever. I, that that was sent to me about oh, thirty people. Froze up. Oh, yeah. That and I, I did love the people. I woke up yesterday with like ten people sending me the same tweet, which was the um, 
uh, dodgeball scene. Oh uh, yeah, with the uh, the John, they were the, the, they, the they did Travis a good job Kelsey, with that. Yeah, they did a real good Johnny job with that. <laughs> so Roush doesn't know that I'm bringing this up, but oh, as Lord. a fan of the University of Kentucky, I feel like I need to sound the alarm because uh, Roush is very nervous about Saturday. Okay, he yes, he thinks that the game may have already been lost for UK. He is very concerned, folks, and uh, I just need if there are alarms being sounded. Let's. I, I hope it can be fixed before Saturday because I don't think people. I, I wish the team would realize that, like, hey, a, a win would be a good thing. Like you, you know, not all is lost just yet. But according to the way Roush tells it, it seems like all very well may be lost at this point. I'm just worried. He was advising me maybe to try to get out of some of my bets on the Cats. If wow. It were, if, if it weren't too late. It was a friend helping a friend. Yeah. When's and last time Roush has been this negative? UK football. When's last time Roush has been this negative going into a UBA UK governor's I can never oh, remember gosh. it in my entire life. Yeah. I mean, uh, have we had one? I mean, we've been... KRC was born in 2017, but it would have been... It would have been 2015, because even when Kentucky was went the up first game, 21 nothing, and Josh Forrest threw the football out of the stadium, I was like, uh, this isn't, this isn't going to last. Um, but yeah, I, I would say... That was a great move to throw the football out of the stadium. Very, that's one of the best celebrations ever. So funny. Always a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just worried that while this team is going to get up and... You know, we heard Dion Walker, uh, you know, how, you know, kind of talking a little bit of smack yesterday. Um, I, I think, yeah, he was talking smack, right? I, I, I think there's a good amount of hate there still for the cards, but I do think I, I I'm I'm worried it's not going to manifest in production, um, and I'm worried that well, as hey. soon as any sort of adversity hits, they're they're going to crumble. I mean, that's kind of what they've did this year, Trevor. Whenever something happens, they crumble. And the other part, too, that over the last five years, the reason why I haven't been worried is even when they play bad, they could just whoop your butts in the trenches. And uh, well, Kentucky no longer has the decisive, we just got guys who are going to bully you inside. I thought you were going to go with the coaching matchup and so the trenches on that one. But, uh, I mean, I think both can go can be uh, reasonably argued. That's really my only, like, biggest concern is the coaching matchup yeah Roush, they actually seen, have a competent one now i mean it's just i, I brahm has an advantage over soups i like stoops i think so I, I i get the concern and i'm disappointed with this season like a lot of other folks are the the firing talk is just silly nonsense I, I think most yeah. reasonable people understand that too but i think people all across football would say that brahm's a better coach than stoops in terms of in-game x's and o's i think stoops where he has an advantage is usually his guys always play for him, always play tough for him. They very rarely just kind of wave the white flag in a game or give up. And that's been – and they do generally a pretty good job of closing out games. And, Roush, that's why I think this just feels different for a lot of U.K. fans is this team has not closed out games well. And they have quit in two yep. big games against Georgia and Alabama. And it does feel like they easily roll over, and it just doesn't feel like a normal Mark Stoops Kentucky team. But all that to say, I saw Virginia should have beat U of L in their in their stadium. I saw that Miami had every chance to beat U of L. I saw Pittsburgh 
hand it to U of L. Just well, straight up hand it to us. We I mean, they won by seventeen. We handed it to them. They I mean, won by seventeen. Well, that's no, what Jack Plummer we, does. I mean, he he hands you the ball. That was the game where he had four turnovers. So man. it's like even with all this stuff going on with Kentucky and this not being a normal Mark Soup's football team, I look at the opponent across the way and it's like they are so beatable. And when they're winning so many close games by one score, aren't they just bound to have a stinker? Isn't that just... I mean, you left out Notre Dame, Duke, and Vautech in that little run of, of games in our resume, too, which we did not win in one, one possession And, games. I mean, even Indiana, their three-win team, Georgia Tech, that's going way back when. And Georgia to be fair to L's credit, it's not like Kentucky's got this long list of good teams they've beaten. There's one decent team they've beaten, and that's Florida, and some people don't even consider them decent, and I wouldn't really argue with them one way or another. But, Roush, this was the conversation we had last week. When you looked at it, the losses stink. You should have probably gotten one or two of Missouri and Tennessee, and the Georgia and Alabama game shouldn't have been as big of blowouts, but nobody's really too mad about losses in those. It was that damn South Carolina game that you can't excuse away. The other four, hey, Missouri's in the top ten of the college football playoffs. Georgia, Alabama, top ten. Tennessee, you had that freaking game. But that being said, you still, match up horribly with Hypel. You've just he's got your number. And, and even then, you still should have the game. They're a good program. They're a good team. As much as it kills us to lose with those guys, it's still not a bad loss. The way the South Carolina game played out, it was a bad loss. That's the first one of the year, and Kentucky turned the ball over a bajillion times to to seal that loss. Unfortunately, it should have been a win any way you 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 break it down. My whole point is getting at. I think U of L is an average team, and UK this season has done well against average teams. South Carolina is the only one excluded. Well, and uh, my, I actually went into like last week. I had a sense that Kentucky was going to lose to South Carolina and somehow beat Louisville. That would be the lose the game you shouldn't win. You game you shouldn't formula for Mark Stoops. The problem is the fashion in which they lost at South Carolina, where they had they should have scored points in that football game. I thought they were going to lose because Rattler went off and they they, they, they just lose a shootout and then not get a, you know, throw a crucial interception late or something like that. But, because really the matchup isn't horrible for Kentucky. It's just that I, I just can't trust Devin Leary in this offense at all. I just don't. I can't. And I, it's, you've it's, got a, it, you've got a big sample I size. never thought I would think that I could, but I, I trust Jeff Braun putting Jack Plummer in more favorable situations than I trust Liam Cohen putting Devin Leary in. Well, that's that where it comes to is the situations because Leary and Plummer really aren't that far apart. I mean, it's just, I mean, they're both, I mean, there's the reason why you're in your seventh year of college football, you're a decent college quarterback, but you're not going to be able, you can't expect a, a quarterback in the seventh year on a transfer to be a guy that, that's going to like lead you and, and, and expect you, you can't expect them to. Take the reins and be, you know, throw yeah. a you, Tim Couch You have to game. make decisions for them as yeah, a play caller. You, you've got to treat it right. like a Trent Dilfer like thing. And that's what, I mean, unfortunately, I guess you all have I mean, more issues with that. And I think we have more weapons around Plummer, and I think the defense has played better. And you have the schedules a little bit more friendly for us in, term, in yes. certain matchups. I'm not going to argue that. But, you know, hey, you got to beat who's put in front of you. And we've done that nine out of 10, uh, 10 out of 11 times. So, I did appreciate one of the Louisville Twitter accounts tweeted out, like, look at this great play here, and it's Plummer. Like they're trying to show, like, oh, the play design so good, and Plummer just underthrows what would have been a touchdown. No, he underthrows a lot of plays. <laughs> Arm strength a, is not. Brom puts his quarterbacks in good spots. You have to be able to make the throws. And and he saw it in the Miami game where we Plummer can make the easy ones. Yeah, underneath he's not bad. I mean, you, in the Miami game is a great example of oh of Brom doing it because we that's a team that struggles against tight ends. We don't throw to them hardly at all. 
And um, you saw that, that that was something we did consistently through that game and helped us move the ball. When U of L is like on third and six, throwing it seven yards to the chains for first down, I, I you, you know, you can bring up this comment to me. Okay. But like, I'm glad UK is not going to play man after what Brom did to Miami's man defense. <laughs> I mean, he, he got two dudes to take each other out of the game. That was funny, <laughs> like, yeah. just like, he just was drawing up, like, are oh, you guys are going to play us in man? All right, we'll bring this guy in motion here. Oh, a mess. And we'll get an easy. Whatever UofL wanted coming on crossing routes on like little four yards, five yards, they got because that's what was allowed to them. Uh, so I'm glad UK is at least. Not I mean, I mean, look, look at this this week going in this game and just a, a great example of the difference between where Louisville was the last four years and where they are now in the coaching staff. You've got Brom, who I mean, we've got the AC title game locked up. People are asking about it. He's in rightfully so, giving coach speak as it is, being like, you know, no, we're not worried about it. The most important game is this week. Where Satterfield's like, what's an L down? You know, I mean, it's and and Jeff's out here saying like, look, we got Trinity, we've got I know the robbery, the people hate each other in this house is divided, the toy bowl, you know, blah blah. blah. <laughs> He's just throwing it all out there, and 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 obviously he has more reason to know it, but there's no excuse Satterfield couldn't learn it. I mean, Satterfield's at halftime of the first game against Kentucky and still trying to figure out what an L's down is. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna disagree almost just based on like a technicality where uh, yes this game means more to Brom he knows more about it he should know to embrace how much it means to the fan base after the first beat down to UK Satterfield I think understood and if not Satterfield himself the players did but where it matters I don't think it's so much like a motivation in the Kentucky game sort of deal I think where it matters is just Brom is a much better coach than Satterfield. no that's true it's like you know <laughs> but, but Satterfield should still Satterfield not be could playing care at all about that game a million times more than Brom he could obsess over it for 365 days out of the year but he was a bad coach it's also like he just wasn't a good coach if I you, love you Cincinnati if you have Jeff like trying to get you who, who's going to get you more fired up against a rifle yeah, cool. Jeff or Scott. I mean, like, how, could Scott, Scott, how could Scott get anybody well, fired up for anything unless it was well, like well, locking into a timeshare? <laughs> I could see him selling timeshare. I have an Andy but a timeshare. He's only get you a timeshare in Charleston, South Carolina. Exactly. I mean, he'd be so excited just to get you this great opportunity. You just got to sign right here, right here. You're making the best decision in your oh, life. Oh, man. Text on into great the Thornton's call. text line, 502-414-1450. A texter says, Louisville has had one decent win in Notre Dame. Trevor using Vodtech Duke as big wins is laughable. I, th- I thought Trevor was trying to use those as like, hey, this just goes to show we can play Dominant basketball, close. yeah. We can play football. No, I, I was saying that, you know, like, okay, that's what you were getting at. Uh, those teams weren't good, though. Well, I mean, Notre, I mean, Notre Dame was a solid win. Yeah, and Duke, Duke would have been better. We did get him without their quarterback. And Vautech is, yeah, Vautech is, and those is just aren't an average team. They're an, they're an average team. Ty Spalding texted me yesterday. He didn't like that I put Louisville in the tier of Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Missouri. Missouri would beat U of L, and I think they'd beat them know. comfortably. I, I do think could. Louisville and South Carolina are very comparable. And yeah, I shouldn't have lumped Louisville with Vanderbilt. They're a much better team. Than <laughs> we're, we're, we're that even, that we're, was a stretch. I was yeah, wrong. I, I was wrong about that. I'll take on Missouri ten times. We'll split with them at worst. You would not. You just would bring not. it. You, they're better at quarterback. No, well, they're the better biggest, back, the bigger thing too receiver. is their kicker would be a big difference making that matchup. You don't have one. They the, have one that can bomb sixty yarders. No, I know their kicker. Yeah, you talking about the old thicker, the of thicker kicker. Yeah. Oh man, love that. Uh, we got more text that we're, we can read. I'm going to bounce out of here. Where soon. are we in the text line? So I know where I to pick up. I think we finished yesterday, except for maybe the last second to last one. Um, um, yeah. I think we stooped boy trying to spin pony up comments when he was definitely responding to a fan and trying to get more money from the fans. 
Sure. Whatever you think. I don't understand what folks want. DJ and Edwards are playing 12 minutes a game. and are DJ and Edwards playing 12 minutes a game in November? With the amount of good guards we have, there will be room for lineup complaints, and it's the low-hanging fruit for coaching criticism. First off, Texas, nobody's saying they want DJ and Edwards playing 12 minutes. That makes an argument a bit disingenuous when you come in with that. Secondly, what you don't know what folks want. They want – I'll tell you what I want. Reed and Dillingham on the floor together when the game matters the most. And then I agree that I think it probably needs to be DJ the other guard. I've, I've marinated on that take for a little bit. Maybe it should be Reeves. Maybe it should be DJ. I think it should be DJ um, just because he can attack a little bit better. But I, all I, like it's, I get it. We need to figure this stuff out, Roush. This is the time to test different lineups, see what works, doesn't work. And then, of course, you're going to throw in seven footers and it's just going to change the formula all off the jump to begin with. So this is... This, it's just a weird season to begin with. But when the game's on the line, I don't think it's too much to ask to have the best players on the floor. Yeah, especially at this juncture. Winning matters in those critical moments more than anything. It just you, you have to get the wins. And we saw I, – I just think if you look at the way they played final four minutes of regulation versus overtime, just what what's the difference there? You're, you're playing regular offense. I had so many people in my Twitter mentions, that's good offense is holding the ball for 20 seconds and then trying to get a shot. Well, how many points did it get you? Versus the early threes that Trey Mitchell was knocking down in overtime. Like, just play within your offense. You don't have to change who you are, what you are, based on the time. Maybe if it's down to a minute and 30 and there's you can get it down to three possessions in the game and you're up by three possessions. Sure. But like we we don't need to go and get into this grinded out mode when you're not a grinded out team. I saw you get, catching a lot of heat yesterday on Twitter. You can have longer developing plays that are still good possessions or good shots, um, but not to get in. You, you're yeah. entitled your opinion on single. My, my whole thing is just like having a guy stand out there and dribble for 20 seconds while other guys don't get bodies on screens and nobody's getting open. Did he, did, were people open in the final five seconds of that clip when he has a contested layup with four seconds on the shot clock? Yes. But having DJ, I just, I like ball movement, all right? It, sue me. But this team passes really, really well. That's the that's the beauty of this team. But I get it when it slows down. You want more of that beautiful passing. I just, well, I, I just uh, bail him out. Did Harrison bail him out? Yeah. Did you see that last set? It was a disaster. Did, Corey Johnson got the ball with like 12 seconds left and was like, Get it out of my hands. What are you doing? And then Harrison hits a three, and it's history, and it's the greatest shot ever. Yeah, but to, I don't know. But to say, like, to, at that motion, it's either a play has to work or it's a bailout. Like, you know, sometimes just that's the offense. You run a few things, not there. All right, well, I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to go attack because that's in yeah, my bag. And, and and I'm going to go do it. And it's, it works with DJ Wagner. It did not work with Xavier. And it, I just, I I'm, I'm going to have a. Like I, I'm, I'm going to be triggered when these sort of situations happen. And DJ all year. can pass out of it too. He even on that one that he scored on that everybody was making a big people deal were about open. Yesterday. He was op- they, people were open on yeah. that one, and then the one in regulation people were open too. Reed, uh, that texture goes on to say Reed got cooked on defense for a period before he got taken out. I don't know if I'd say cooked. I agree. At the end of the game, lineups need some tweaking, but it's all just feels so over the top. But you guys have a radio show. I get it. I just think the makeup of the roster gives the lineup folks a lot of ammo to work with, regardless of what happens. Oh, and it's going to be an all year thing too. No, like, you're this right. Isn't you're yeah. Roush is right. You're right, Texer. It's going to be brought up all the time. And I'm not trying to be that guy or be that radio host or do anything to just like create division or anything like that. I just, it's a take on the lineups. I love this team. I think they're going to be really, really fun to watch. I just, at the end of the games, I want the people that I think are the best to, to be in there. But 
Uh, that's the name of the game in the take business. I've got to run. Roush and Trevor, are they've got you in good hands the rest of the show. Ooh, it's uh, dangerous. They need to hit a break, and they've got to do uh, our ad reads as well, but I trust them to take care of everything. And then they're going to be recording <laughs> an additional hour. Yeah, so, You'll hear that on Friday. Yeah, you have a happy Thanksgiving. It'll be Friday. You get the Roush and TK show for an hour, and then it'll be the TJ and Scoot show for an yes. hour. Try to uh, read text as much as you can because you all we'll, can, we'll, we'll get you them, can we'll, chop up anything you want in your hour. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get through this today. And then we'll, uh, uh, do you have the text? Do you have the text machine open there, uh, Rauchy? No, I don't. Rouch, but I, I got I got them all for today. We'll be good for today. We're cleared okay. out on today's text. Yeah, so all good. the ones that you have in your system, Roush, are the ones we're that good to be go. read. You're good to go, Trevor. It was a pleasure. Thanks for coming in. And pleasure all was all mine. Hey, look uh, at you! I see you. Everybody uh, have a, a, a great Wednesday and a happy Thanksgiving. I will be back on Friday. See you then. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roush and Trevor will be back after this break. God help us. Looking for Kentucky Roll Call. What do you know about Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush? Welcome back in. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on your Wednesday. Nick Roush and Trevor Kelsey. Want to remind you about Salsaritas this holiday season. You don't need everything to be a traditional Thanksgiving. Wildly addictive chips. Nothing. I, I, I'm. 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 I'm very thankful for those wild addictive chips. They're amazing. They've. They're light. They're thin. They're warm. They've got the little uh, sprinkly doodads on them. So good seasoning. It's. It's so good. A technical so term. Good. If you haven't tried the <laughs> technical term that I like to call sprinkly doodads, give them a try today at either one of their two locations. Um, here's okay. my advice too, Trevor. It's a uh, Saturday. You're getting family together to hit repeat. Just, you've done the cooking for Thanksgiving. Have Salsaritas hook you up for your UK UofL Governor's Cup watch party. Visit either one of their two locations and download the app before you go. Um, they will take care of you with all the great fresh Mexican you can get your hands on at Salsaritas. I, I wonder, is Salsaritas going to do like, like, can you get like a, like a, are you going to do like a Mexican Thanksgiving like dinner you can get maybe for? Probably. Because, I mean, I, okay, do you, I'm assuming. You cook. Brooke probably cooks. She's a. I, I feel like she's a cooker. Right? Well, we we usually split cooking duties, but um, I guess you're going old it, school in the house. But as far as for Thanksgiving this year, I'm bringing ham. But like the ham, you just stick. But it in you, the it with the whole family, the, all your family, you, you probably your parents are probably probably. You're, I can see your mom still cooking the turkey. Yeah, every, and, everybody's bringing, bringing a some, different dish. So you've got the whole big family. See, unfortunately, yeah. like I love Thanksgiving. My favorite holiday. It always has been. Now it has been unfortunately diminished in my family because, like in my family, like once my grandmother was the one that kept everybody, made sure everybody was all at the family gatherings. Everybody had you know every all four of her kids and their kids and you know. Her no, family. you're gonna get dark on us, aren't you, Trevor? Well, no, but I'm just saying when she passed, like everybody started going their kind of own ways and stopped you know pushing. Thanksgiving was like the one that kind of kept its like like run going for a while because she passed in 2013. So like. And but in the last like two years, like I've had some nephews move to Japan and, and North Carolina and, and and some parents have moved around, some people moved around. So now like last two years my Thanksgiving's not like been like what it was in the past. I'm not nostalgic of it. So like this year, 
I'm, I've actually looked into like maybe doing one of those like restaurant Thanksgiving things. In fact, I even looked at Popeyes as a Cajun turkey. I looked at. It. I was like, mm, Ooh, Cajun kinda, turkey. It, it looks interesting. Yeah, I, I'll give my man Josh Hawkins. He's the one that brought it to my attention. I guess that's what he's doing for Thanksgiving. But he was like, Yeah, these are really. He's like, You should check this out. I'm thinking about it. And so I've kind of looked at. It. I didn't know. Like I don't know. Salsa Rita is going to do something. I think Cracker Bro does something for Thanksgiving. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Uh, I, okay. I don't know. Does it make me bad though that I'm like, going outside of the cooking to do a, a Thanksgiving? Maybe? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. You're 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 fine there, Trev. Not everybody can be a connoisseur. Um, just quickly, most overrated food at Thanksgiving? Anything uh, pumpkin pie. I'm not a pumpkin hmm, pie person. Anti pumpkin pie. Interesting. I like the pumpkin roll. Which is like a Swiss Ooh, cake roll. I like that too. That's good. Yeah, my aunt makes one of those. She makes me want make. She used to make like one for the family and one for me only. <laughs> nice. I would take it home. My thing was like great, like two and a.m. I uh, I'm I'm just I I could do a all Thanksgiving with just sides. The turkey and ham, like it's okay, but it's my least favorite thing. But, I like the sides more. But than ha- ham's Christmas. You you don't really do you do ham on Thanksgiving? I mean, it's like an an addition if you okay. don't want the turkey because like Brooke is Brooke does not like turkey. Period. Uh, That's okay. I I mean, it's fine for me. It's just. So does she you know you're about to divorce her now? I could just. <laughs> I, I I could just. You know. I like the sides more. I like the the stuffing, okay. the mashed potatoes, green beans, sweet potato casserole. All all of the casseroles g- give them to. I'm me. a broccoli casserole, not a green bean, but uh, I do stick with that. Stuffing, I. L- Stuffing somewhere. Yes, like, oh. I'm I'm that like that geek who will like make a pan of stovetop stuffing and just eat it for dinner. Oh, that sounds great. I, I mean, I'll I'll make it and, and, and sometimes with sometimes without gravy. I uh, love I love stuffing almost as much as I love the textures on the Thornton's tax on it because they both make our lives easier. Or Artie says he's <laughs> catching up through the podcast. Already tired of armchair coaches five games in no bigs and everyone questioning Cal's every move makes this team at full strength. Every move makes like this team is full strength and been together for years. Like Cal Coach, he's learning too. Even great young teams struggle from time to time. Enjoy the ride. Suck it, KSR Roush. I just I don't think I don't think a November and December would be complete without UK basketball fans upset about player rotations. Yeah, has uh, there been a year in like in the last like six years where you haven't like since maybe the undefeated season? Even then, people were complaining about it being the platoon. Yeah. The platoon, yeah. Well, it's, like, it's we're only, undefeated. How dare we? It's do amplified this? in recent years because <laughs> Kentucky hasn't been as good. I mean, it's pretty easy. You win games, there's going to be less criticism. Lots of talk about end of game strategy and executions. Close games slow down down the stretch. You have to use clock and execute in the half court. We'll love to see a list of all these coaches that are so much better at it than Cal. We'd love to see clips of these beautiful open looks they get in the flow of the offense. We have NBA caliber guards. We don't trust them to beat their guy. We have to trust them to be their guy one-on-one. I know it's been a long three years, but we don't have those guys anymore. And that that's part of my scar tissue too, uh, Mr. Kelsey, is that I'm used to Savier Wheeler doing it instead of DJ Wagner. So I'm just going to like I'm, – I'm going to get triggered early, and I admit it. it it's just part of – it's part of what's really going to get to me. The only scar tissue I have is by Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a great song. Great song. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. Some interesting Scar things from Monday night that I haven't really seen anyone address. One, Hart, one, Tom Hart said Z wasn't practicing on Sunday. Two, Cal said after the game, we've got to get one of these bigs back. Hopefully two. And, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch y'all play much on Monday. Two reasons. One, I assumed y'all were going to somewhat cruise and you were 18-point favorites, 17-and-a-half-point favorites. I didn't bet it, but I just kind of I just, I, I, I assumed that looking at the line. Of course, I think Texas was a 17-point favorite in us, and we almost pulled it. And the other thing was, obviously, Eagles were playing the Chiefs. So, when I noticed you all were in a game, I think with like three minutes or so left, I moved it. I put it on my, my laptop to try to watch it. But 
I still can only keep so much of an eye on it. But it, it looks like your typical UK upset game where the other team is just getting every second chance point, hustle points, and getting and because of it getting like open threes off of it. I think to the texture's point though that um, we'll we'll have one at least one maybe two back next Saturday. I, I don't know if that's going to happen by Marshall. I like the 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 cryptic message there from Aaron Bradshaw, but not sure if that's going to actually play out before we see the cats on the court right at the day after Thanksgiving. I don't like Aaron Bradshaw already. I don't know why. Shepard understands the concept <laughs> of playing for the name on the front of the jersey. Playing well, for the name. Okay. The obvious starting lineup change is Reed for Thierro, in my opinion. I would like that, even Guy though. Because then you have Edwards at the four. You go three guards. Um, I wouldn't mind that to start. And then, because I actually think Thierro, the reason why I, I just want Rob to always be a six man, he's got some Lou Williams energy, streaky shooter, can't really guard anybody, but can just come in and be a lightning bolt of energy. A Thierro strikes me as the kind that can do that as well. Uh, like I, I think he would, and, and once Bradshaw gets back, that's that's going to be what he does. So I, I'll, I like having Thierro come off the bench. I like that idea, Texture. I'm glad you described why he reminded you of Lou Williams because originally I was thinking he was just had a really good fascination for strip club wings. I knew you were going to go there. I mean, it was just it was. It you was can't deep. mention Lou Williams without Trevor just going for the straight to the wings. Hey, we've had those wings. They were great. They Shout were out good. City Rob. Can we? And we can't be mad at Lou Williams, really, can we? No, because they were great. They were good. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine just being a strip club, I mean, like just ignoring the women so you're eating the wings? I mean, what's that? What's that place going to be like Thanksgiving night? <laughs> Magic City is what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get. Uh, it's going to be magic. Buffet. Yeah. They're going to have a Thanksgiving spread. I mean, this has got to be just like. Dem- <laughs> just so bad, I feel bad for the strippers. Like it's one thing you're stripping, and two, you're being ignored while a guy eats wings. Those are damn good wings. I mean, it's just gotta be like demoralizing, doesn't it? I mean, to me. Uh, back up the Brinks truck. Time to absolutely send Kentucky plus seven and sprinkle that money on you. Vell does not match our talent. Let's go. Well, I love your confidence. I feel bad for your bank account, but I love your confidence. I I, I don't share that confidence. I'm not betting the game though. I'm not. I'm decided. You're you're scared, Trevor. Well, I'm not scared, and we can get into this more on our yeah, Friday show. Yeah, but, we will. But I'm just. I mean, I have reason. Every reason to be a little timid, don't I? I you, mean, you've got the same scar tissue that the Red Hot Chili Peppers and I have. No, I mean, I. I my, yes. You've seen close spreads in recent years. You've seen Louisville fans get hyped. I don't even think it's scar tissue. I think it's like more like PTSD. I mean, it's just like <laughs> like I'm like I hear. Your car backfired. I'm like, Lynn Bowden just ran for a touchdown. <laughs> like, it's some, I'm having like horrible nightmares. <laughs> oh, man. Got <laughs> honks and swords like, shut up, Levis. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do we. The L's are really going to be. Uh, they're still going to be flying down. Uh, on Friday. I mean, I, I I I'm confident. I mean, obviously, I, I feel like I'm. And here's a spoiler, on, I guess. If you. Oh, but I just didn't like cancel everyone listening to the the Friday show or maybe Rutherford later today or Friday. But I mean, I will probably pick you about to win. But I mean, I just I mean, I'm I'm confident, but I'm also nervous. See, this is what I don't like though, because normally you're irrationally confident, and that's what makes me think that Louisville this is their best chance in years because we don't have the Trevor Kelsey irrational confidence. Yeah, I mean, it's just. <sighs> I just and I, I, I. Oh man! You're, I don't know. You're, you're, I'm you're ready speechless. to get this. I'm ready to get this game going. I'm ready to get this weekend going. Eagles got the Bills on Sunday. 
We've got you all on Saturday. It's, it's just, a big week. It's a big week. Yeah, I mean, we look, you, and your favorite holiday. And and on top of it, I mean, we've got a real test. This is sad to say that Louisville plays New Mexico State in basketball, and <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly, I just want to know, you know, like I feel like you know, I'm doing like a slim shady. Like, which one's going to show up? Like, well, is it going to be? Are we going to get like New York Louisville team, or are we going to get the team that you know can barely beat UMBC? Well, yeah, I think you know the answer to that, buddy. I think you do. Um, Final text on the Thorns text line. Took 13 seconds left in the Purdue-Tennessee game to hit the over. Talk about sweating that one out. It's crazy that the over hit in that game because in that game you had 38 made field goals, 78 free throws attempted. That's in, in the over still somehow find a way. Which to game was that? Purdue-Tennessee. Complete slugfest. Tonight, no, yeah. Trevor, we've got Marquette against... Uh, Purdue. Yeah, so who, who, who you got? What's the line on that game? Do you know? I was actually just pulling it up. Be while, yeah, I can filibuster um, while you were looking up real quick. Yeah, go ahead and do that um, because I, it just my my, like my sense is that Marquette would be like a three and a half point favorite. I would think Marquette. I mean, Marquette was four and a half point underdog last night, so I'm going to say they're probably a two point underdog tonight. I mean, Purdue has no reason not to be a favorite. Oh man, this is, I, they're three. Marquette's three and a half point dog. Yeah, okay, I was, I'll, I was, I'll take Marquette. I know. I want to take it too. I just. Because Marquez looks so good, so, but Purdue, I mean, Zach Eady just—I—I I love watching it because I'm just old school big man anyway, and just, it's so rare to see in these days. Mm-hmm. And he does, and he plays it well. Uh, I'm gonna—you know what? I'm gonna take Purdue to win, but not cover. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like one point win. I'm, my just overall thought is just the stylistic change when you go from getting fouled every possession and just a meat grinder to then having to go run up and down with Marquette. I just—I think that's such a stylistic challenge that it's going to present problems for him. That should be a fun game uh, tonight, 8, 8 p.m. ESPN. What time is that game tonight? Uh, it's it's early. They make the it's championship. It's at 5, isn't it? Uh, I, want to, I think it's 8. I thought it was an early game. I thought it was an early game tonight. Okay. Uh, well, you look that up. Uh, NFL, Thanksgiving slate. I forgot to ask TJ his advice here because his Green Bay Packers are opening the day against the Detroit Lions, which – this is such a bizarro world we're in. We're in the upside down where the Lions are seven and a half point favorite against the Packers on Thanksgiving. I just oh, can't, yeah. I can't believe that that is uh, a real thing that's happening. But that line does kind of scare me, though. The the hook. I just don't know if I can trust the Lions, who have been they they're still finding ways to win, but they aren't seven and a half point favorites. Good. No, they are. Trust me, especially when they're at home. Detroit's a much better team at home than they are. They're good on the road, but they have struggled on the road a little more golf, particularly, but at home they are good. And green Bay, I I mean, they've got a lot. I mean, there's some good things there, but not enough. Detroit's just a better team. I think Detroit rolls in this game by, Oh, I'm going to pick Detroit when like, like 20, 27 to 10. 27 right. to 7, maybe. You suck at TJ. You are correct, too, Trevor. That game's at 5 today. The yeah, I know. I think the other one's at 2. Kansas and uh, and whoever. Kansas yeah. and, and Tennessee's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I know. it's. I got to get these bets. At least I'm glad I got this little gap, maybe. you know. <laughs> it's, maybe that, that was God's reason of waking me up today early to so this game so I get these bets in. College yeah. basketball bets in, yeah. Uh, Commanders at Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys, Trevor. I know you hate them. They're so good at beating bad teams. Washington's a bad team. I know it's NFC East, but I'm probably going to pick the Cowboys to cover this big number. They've been great as a big double digit favorite. Yeah, but I mean Washington. I mean they're not bad. This the offensive line sucks, and they just they have no run game. What's the line on that one? Eleven. 
It's tough. Ooh, that's a lot of points. I know. Um, it might be a tease it down and then parlay it with like yeah, a Howard anytime touchdown or something. I would tease that down. I'm going to say I, I'm going to pick the Dallas to win but not cover because I say Dallas wins by by seven seven or ten points. My favorite bet of the NFL day on Thanksgiving: Seahawks plus seven. Uh, Pete Carroll's really good against Kyle Shanahan. That's just he keeps that's it close. At San Francisco, then right? No, it's at Seattle. Ooh, okay. Seven point dog at home at night, Seattle. Like, yeah, I, I, I like the Seahawks to play this one a little bit close. Uh, as long as Geno Smith is healthy, yeah. If Geno Smith plays, I'm taking Seattle getting those points. I yeah. don't know if they win, but I'll, t- I'll take them getting those points. This has been fun, Trevor. It I'm has glad been. you lost this bet. Yeah, um, Thirty seconds left. Indiana loses, or, or Louisville loses. It, it's it's just like another day that ends in Y. Now, once I get up and get going, it's not as bad. Yeah, and we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about the Governor's Cup. You can hear more of us chit chatting Friday morning when we return for more KRC at 7 a.m. Until then, have a very happy Thanksgiving. We're very thankful that you're loyal listeners to the show. We're just out here being a bunch of goofs, having a great time, and we couldn't be more happy that you join us for this ride. Happy Thanksgiving, and go Cats. Go Cards. Check out Thornton's all-new Southern Style Biscuits, the perfect complement to your morning breakfast sandwich. You will love the buttery goodness that will wake up your taste buds in the morning. Come on in and grab a breakfast sandwich today. Looking for an icy cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction? Well, right now, all 32.